Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Oh, Oh, yeah. This is a little special treat. I'm just going to let this run a little bit. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Welcome 2016 and meet the movie press. We are back. We are back. It's the longest we've ever been off the air. We've kept everybody waiting for almost a month. I'm so sorry to do that to everybody. We had a great holiday. I am Mark Riley, managing editor over at GeekNation.com. That sounds so sexy. I'm Jeff Snyder, film reporter at TheRap.com. Hey, man. Good to see you. How was your holiday? It was wonderful. I spent it working. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I worked here and there. Had a couple days off, but it was nice. I uh, caught up on my screeners, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm getting up. It was um, it was nice. Of those now. I just I like that there's no traffic. I know the traffic is amazing during the holidays. It's like it's like everybody leaves LA. Yeah, everybody just stay away. Yeah, it's still and we're still kind of enjoying it. I I'm having a little bit better of a drive going on now. It's really awesome. JTE would be proud for that opening. I got up here in no time, even though the gods uh, tried to keep me from this show last night. Yeah, guys, we have a horrible pothole problem. Man, I hit a pothole, ripped up two of my tires, guys. It's going to be oh my expensive. God. My God, but we have so much to get to. I mean, we, right. we left we this bef- like right before Star Wars, which is insane. Insane. We, we have we, so much to talk we about. We saw Star Wars. Uh, then all this news broke. You dropped some good ones over the break, a little before the break, a little yeah. after breaks, and we're going to get to all of that right now. So let's just dive right in. All right, guys, Star time. Wars. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yes. Uh, you know, I had seen it at the premiere, which was a pretty cool experience, but for, Shoot, no jerk, one wants man. to hear about what I think about Star Wars, okay? No. They want to hear what Mark thinks about Star Wars. Right, they do. And I called him as soon as I saw that he had gone to see it. So tell us, what did you think? Where do you stand? I love it. Are you kidding me? I love it. I and I've been. Uh, if you guys really want to know my deep, deep thoughts, go. By to, the way, wait, wait. There's going to be spoilers. We're going to talk about spoilers, right? Well, yeah. And if you, if you haven't, haven't seen the show, don't tune. It, don't listen to the next like yeah, 15 guess, minutes of yeah. the show. Spoiler alert! Thank you. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Breaking news. Spoiler alert. And if you guys haven't seen Star Wars yet, then you are in a very yeah, small... Join the rest of the world. Small. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Go go on. No, let, I, let love it. I love it. I love uh, it. You know, it, it was everything I wanted. If you And what I was going to say, if you really, really, really want my deep thoughts, go to geeknation.com and uh, Far, Far Away. That's my Star Wars podcast. little plug there. But I loved it. I know you, you know, you liked it. It wasn't your well. Yeah, I thought I, it was, I thought, I thought it mouth. was. I thought it was okay, especially after reading. You know, <laughs> the backlash is like you know, convinced me the movie was probably even worse than I thought it was the first time. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I I liked it. Yeah. It was fine, but yeah. I don't get it. I still don't understand why people are sitting there weeping in the theater. <laughs> like me? I, I, yeah, I just <laughs> I, I don't understand the Star Wars craze, and I probably and if I didn't get it now, I probably never will. If this movie didn't bring you into the its fold, then uh, then nothing will, man. But you know, I respect that though because it's not for everybody. What what I did say though is that the I love the ending. I love the last scene and the oh, the look that Luke uh, gives Ray. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to mangle something in the next ten minutes. No. Oh, you're, you're, you're um, and I am right really now. excited for Ryan Johnson's episode eight. See, that's what, that, that much I'll say. Yeah, that that's what I love.
love about what Force Awakens did. Say what you will about there. Some people call it a New Hope remake. I don't buy it, not for a minute. Um, but it set up Ryan Johnson's Episode Eight brilliantly. Well, that's the thing, and that was my problem with Force Awakens is that as a movie. I don't really think that it works. I think okay. um, it felt like a pilot. It mm. felt like a pilot for a series that I wanted to watch. Yeah. But it yeah. didn't feel like a cohesive film. You know, and I think a lot of – you bring up something that a lot of these movies, these big blockbusters tend to do right. nowadays. They're just thinking too far ahead. Yeah, they, they want the shared universe. So it's like, hey, here's everything, but don't worry. The good stuff is coming. I See, I still – no, not for me though. Force Awakens really set it up for me. Uh, really great – characters that's what i love going back again like i did like more stuff popped out and i just yeah it, it, i just love i it. like i loved ray and i thought daisy ridley was great she's the find of the century isn't she yeah she was really good yeah. um you know i n- nobody really knew what to expect from her yeah uh so she really impressed me but i can't say i was a big fan of john boyega's finn yeah i yeah. thought it was a little just cartoony and yeah i get him yeah. I can – look, everybody – I say it over and over again. If Star Wars didn't land with you, I mean, it's like, who am I to talk? I mean, what – I don't feel I'm a critic. I am a fan lover. I am so biased when it comes to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to love it. I mean, I sat eight times in Phantom Menace thinking it, it was a brilliant movie, and then it was years later when I realized I was scarred for life. So what what do you make of everything now with, like, the, th- the, the theories and the backlash? Like, by the way, I wanted to say that I do think it, it's crazy how many questions are answered in <laughs> companion materials. This stuff is not in the movie. I know. Like, what am I supposed to do? Invest? Like, yeah. <laughs> how much you, money am I investing in picking all these things up? And they want you to. That's right. Disney at its best. And I agree with that. I do not like the fact that you have to. If you want to know about Poe Dameron's A full parents, world, you yeah. know, go. You have you to have go read to, the comic. Yeah. Okay? Go buy the coloring book. The yeah. answers. Like, yeah. What if the you fuck? want, if you want more poe dameron in your life because he wasn't in force awakens that much that that is it's a a legitimate uh uh, criticism that i i wish he was in it more yeah but if you want to know a little bit more about poe and how he might connect to all of this you read shattered empire the uh the comic that came out exactly what the so but uh, you know i knowing what i know about all the companion material i i you know and this is just for the star wars maybe kind of friend who's like you know can i watch the movie i think you can i mean i don't let that stuff get in the way what were some of the theories that have excited you uh, a lot of the theories on like out. who snoke is um andy circus's character who do you think it is well a lot the, the going theory now is uh, darth plagueis even though andy circus came out the other day and said he's not darth plagueis now i'm calling bullshit on that you want to know why why john williams created a theme right that oh, came out I, I did read about this in episode three and and by the way i wrote a big article about this on on geeknation.com mm-hmm. Um, and then about a week later, everybody wrote that article. No hat tip whatsoever. Where's the hat tip? No hat tip. I want to say, and it's, and it's it, a fan did this. I mean, he was the one that that sent me this little thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, John Williams created a score uh, when when Emperor was talking about Darth Plagueis in Episode Three. Mm-hmm. Okay, same music plays when Snoke is introduced in Force Awakens. Interesting. I find that very interesting that uh, J- John Williams creates themes attached to characters. It's I don't an know audio why. Clue. That's interesting. It, I, I I believe there is something there. By the way, Darth Plagueis is a character that I've heard so much about, and yet I've, I don't know who he is. He appara- never been introduced to him. He, he apparently knows how to beat. <laughs> I feel like death. I know everything about this guy. Yeah, I know. He's he's, he's actually, Darth Plagueis. You don't know Darth Plagueis? He's actually our guest. Welcome, Darth Plagueis. No. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he's like, look, he's he's all over the the expanded universe now. Legends, and uh, you know that's the going theory. And then of course Ray, who's Ray's parentage. Right. Um, I am now believing that Ray is just Ray, that she's just a talented <laughs> Jedi, and that Luke's going to train her. I don't, I don't see how Luke could be her dad, mm-hmm. and obviously Han and Leia aren't, because um, if they go back. And say, oh, by the way, in episode eight, Ray, you are the daughter to Princess Leia and Hansel. I will call foul. I will be like, no, I was so for it. I was saying that she is, she is the daughter. Start, you're starting to lose me. I know. <laughs> like, well, I saw your eyes glaze like, wait, over. What, what's happening here? Um, and, yeah. So wait, what do you what do you make of like the backlash? Because that's interesting to me. The backlash to me was is so interesting because I noticed... And a, then the backlash to the backlash. Yeah, a lot of people who came out with these glowing reviews, right. then I saw come out with like, you know what, the plot's really not... And I'm like, what? Come on. Right. And one in particular, this LA Times Right, guy, I saw that headline where it's like, let me tell you why this movie stinks. Yeah, it... it Come on, dude. And I mean, he's like 65 years old, and all, uh, yeah. his main argument that it was just a remake of New Hope, that was which funny. I don't even think he saw. And then people are like, well, listen, you know, like, don't, I don't want to see in my timeline stories about how you've never seen Star Wars before and you watch it for the first time and here are your notes. Yeah. Like, all those kinds of stories. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it's it was an interesting inevitable. thing going on with, with, Movie press right now, and I feel like anybody thinks that they can do it, and that their opinion is 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 valid. Yeah, well, yeah. No, and I it, suppose it is, but I mean, like, it, it, I don't need to read about it, honey. Yeah, it's <laughs> look. Everybody has their theory. Everybody has their criticism, and and you know, once that movie was on target to uh, upset all the the top box office champs of all time, people started to tear it down. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. I mean, they're starting to nitpick. Speaking of box office, I yes. mean, this movie is now the fourth highest grossing movie. In- Worldwide of all time. Of all time. And it's the f- number one domestic release, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to pass Jurassic World for sure. Yep. Worldwide. Yep. It'll likely pass Titanic. Uh-huh. Will it catch Avatar, Mark? It's $1.2 billion away. That's – that's you said it. It's $1.2 billion away. That's a tall order. But we still have China – uh, right and now, I love it. it's like you're talking like a Disney executive. I know, like, right? Listen, we've still got China. It's, China could be big for us. Yeah, I'm, I'm the <laughs> Disney put me on it. Your probably payroll. yes, it's true. For it's God's true. sakes, I, I I don't I don't know if it. I still am wondering how the hell Avatar is that. I mean, that movie stinks. That was a thing where like everyone had to go see it in the theaters. God. Like my parents, or at least my mom, saw Avatar. Like she's not going to see Star Wars. Yeah, and I wonder if as many people as the brand brings in, mm-hmm. as there are people who just like I won't go see. I'm not interested in a Star Wars film, right? Rather than like an original kind of discovery, like an Avatar. Yeah, Avatar at the time was like you wanted to go see the pretty pictures, you sure, know, in IMAX. So I get it, but I just don't. I mean, you know, I have. Friends that have seen this now five times, The Force Awakens, in the theater. So they're, they're adding to that box office in a big way. So I – okay, four times. That, yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand these people who are seeing it like so many times. Like, guess you know, like I couldn't. I haven't even seen it twice yet. Like, and I do plan to see it a second time away from the hype of the premiere and all that stuff. Okay. But it's just like how do you see the same movie that many times – in this, such a short time span. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you, you how really I enjoy did it. it that much. I mean, I saw it at the press screening uh, that Tuesday. Yep. Then I saw it opening night mm-hmm. with uh, with the girlfriend on Friday, and then Christmas Day took her and her family to Star Wars. Is she a big Star Wars fan? She is now. 
Yeah. She is now. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I was just impressed that she got the opening day invite. I didn't. I thought you'd be want to. You know, want to be surrounded by your entourage. No, I, I know, right? <laughs> no, I no. I I want. I want her there with me. We, we have to move off Star Wars soon. Um, I did want to ask a couple more things, and then we're going to get to uh, to something pretty cool. Okay. Um, what do you make of Harrison Ford being paid so much more than everybody? Is that some some big surprise? No, not at no, all. No, it seemed like everything was pretty fair. Um, yeah. And you know that John Boyega and, and Daisy Ridley are now in high demand. Sure. And their their quote is going to go up even though they're being paid you know one hundred thousand or three hundred thousand dollars and yeah. i'm sure and you know guys they're gonna get sweet ass bonuses yeah disney's gonna make make like two billion dollars off this and their four billion dollar acquisition of lucasfilm obviously looks completely genius in retrospect yeah they're all getting a real lightsaber delivered to them yeah like they're like here you go no this is the technology no no yeah. that's it hold that away from your face yeah <laughs> luke um yeah, no, uh, but by the way, Elmi Embe is joining us in the live chat. Uh, he said, from Heroic Hollywood here saying he's gonna buy your mom a ticket to Star Wars. So, what do you think of that? Uh, I think my well, is, to is, the conversation. Is, 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 I think I think he, I'm teasing. I'm teasing the next part of this conversation. But my is a gentleman. So yeah, he is what, a gentleman. What a guy. And so, guys, that uh, you can go to the live chat right now. We are on youtubecom slash popcorn talk and network. Please join us. Uh, we're having fun right now. So uh, you know, I wanted to throw a little uh, a little rumor out there. Obviously, people are going <laughs> to do with it what they will. I can't stop them. Here we go. I like this. Does it have to do with Star Wars? Um, it has to do with Star Wars. It has to do with Star Wars Episode Eight, And I just Ooh. wanted to give you guys an update on what I had heard yeah. both before and after the break as far as one of those new female uh, characters goes. I heard that there's going to be like two younger females hmm. and an older female as well. Wow. So a lot so, of like, female gonna characters. Be a f- uh, yeah. A few new female characters in lots Episode of, 8 is what I've heard. Yeah. Lots of new female characters that will not be selling action figures. Yeah, for well, Disney, get it to Hasbro, get it together. Get, <laughs> give me the fucking Ray action figure. For God's sake, get the man, the man wants his toys. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had heard. Uh, you know, the last we had done it, it was like Olivia Cook and Gina Rodriguez and Tatiana Maslany, and Olivia Cook then got cast in Ready Player One, Spielberg's right. movie. Right. So Damn Gina right. and Tatiana, and then you know, then there was the Gugu Mbatha Raw rumors, which I had absolutely heard. And didn't Gugu get the part? Justin Kroll said that she didn't. Oh, okay. I'm going on. He said that when I did a story about Gugu getting Black Mirror, and I had a line saying that she was expected to get Star Wars, and he said, no, she didn't get it. Oh. So after that, so I made a call after that and Mm -hmm. heard this piece of information, and I made a call this week and got the same piece of information from somebody else. And so to update people on that situation, what I had heard was that Gina is still very much in the mix, Gina Rodriguez. Nice. But her competition now seems to be... Belle Powley from Diary of a Teenage Girl, Ooh. who looks an awful lot like Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones, yeah. Um, which is kind of weird. But I guess, you know, if Felicity Jones is the lead in her movie and this character is just like a supporting character in Star Wars Episode Eight, which is how I imagine it would be just because the focus is going to be on Ray and Finn and right, Poe right. and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it, it, it would fit. Yeah. But so I, you know, that is sort of the name that I have been hearing Lately, okay. as far as it's down to Gina and possibly Belle Powley, okay, and, and who's an up and coming. She was just nominated for a BAFTA and with this, John Boyega. That's right. Um, and this is all uh, for the same female lead character. That's that the we thing. Heard you the you never know because it doesn't. They're all very different when you think of like Gugu sure. Mbatha-Ra and Gina Rodriguez and Belle Powley. Mm-hmm. Um, very different actresses. Yeah. So it's possible that they could both be up for different female roles. Yeah. 
All I know is that Ryan Johnson and Disney seem to be fans of Bell Powley. Interesting. I like this. Yeah. And you know what I like? I mean, more than anything is that Ryan Johnson wrote this um, and is writing episode nine. So you never know, you don't know what we're getting. And so I love that we're speculating on a strong female character. Hopefully. Yeah, know? we'll see. All um, right. But I, here's the thing. You know, that movie, Star Wars Episode Eight, starts filming in like a few weeks. So you're definitely going to hear casting stuff soon. Yeah, and they, they, um, already, they already picked up some shots. Uh, what I'm assuming is the picking up from the island, Skellig Michael, or Skellig, how do you pronounce it? I don't know. But the, the end of the movie, right? Was I, I know, Ray. I know what you're talking about. They, they've already filmed there for episode nine. Uh, sure, um, yeah. So, so that's very cool. Hey, I love Star Wars. That's what I got. <laughs> let's let's I'll move, take let's it. move it away from Star Wars now. That was 20 minutes on Star Wars. That was that was a long time on Star Wars. But people need well, to we know. Got, so we got uh, plenty of show left. Yeah, but we're gonna go uh, to the other uh, giant of cinema, if you will. Okay, Mr. Christopher Nolan. Thank God for this. Wow. I love Dunkirk. this. Dunkirk. So we got a World War II uh, kind of movie. Tom Hardy, right? Tom Kenneth Hardy Branagh. and Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies. And, and Mark Rylance. And, and wasn't Branagh? That's, yeah, yeah. And, okay, Branagh. and Mark That's Rylance. That's right. acting power. But again, those guys are supporting roles. I love it. I can't believe that he's doing a, a World War II movie because that is something I didn't even think about because when people were speculating what can he do next, you know, we always wonder what Nolan is doing next. Mm-hmm. And this sounds awesome. I like that it sounds like he's going to be breaking some talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and this this is like pure speculation. Like, I know he's looking for, like, young people. I don't know how young Joe Cole is, but I feel like Joe, Joe Cole, for some reason, I'm just getting that, that vibe. Like he Who's could be that in again? He's, this, he's like a British actor. Okay. Um, I think he was on Peaky Blinders, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, and that's a total guess. I had not heard that. I'm just, like, tracking him on other stuff, and yeah. it's not really sticking. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, just like I was tracking Tom Hardy on some other cool things, let, let me tell you. And? Um, but it sounds like they're not going to happen now. Because of Dunkirk. Because of Dunkirk. There right. you go. So, so what happened with this was like the Irish – what was it? It's an Irish? Yeah. Or, no. That No. The Ain't, blogs? The blogs? What are you talking about? It, it, like the, the news that Christopher Nolan was like coming somewhere and then he was going to film – uh, oh. That leaked out in, like, local press over in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I, it's not, I I'm not placing it, so. Maybe it was British press. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But, so, you know, we start, everybody started asking Warner Brothers, like, well, is this true? Like, is, is, is he gonna be filming a World War II movie about Dunkirk or whatever? Right. And then, I guess Kroll must have had the names. Kroll dropped, like, a bomb. Like, That's it was right. three minutes before the release. Right. So clearly, you know, so it was coordinated with the studio or whatever, but um yeah, he it was a hell of a scoop. I mean, yeah, cuz he we, ended the year on a fucking high note. That's right, because we had only heard um that he was that Nolan was just doing a uh, like a period piece Right, and everybody almost. was sort of speculating, yeah. but then but basically those local reports forced Warner Brothers' hand, they had to address the situation. Right. And Kroll was probably waiting until after vacation, like we were all holding stuff, yeah. you know, for after vacation. So Good on Kroll, man. Yeah. yeah, he was he was dropping some pearls. Dude's manned up. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, so, so I, it's, a, it's a very cool cast. Obviously, it's cool to have Tom Hardy back with Chris Nolan. Yeah, it's perfect. Do you like the idea of him doing a World War II movie? Tom Hardy or Nolan? Nolan. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? 
God, I can't. I mean, the, the guy can do. I, I I happen to love Interstellar, which is I guess his most divisive film of, of mm-hmm. his resume. I I I loved it. So anything he touches, yeah, as far it's as different genre. for him. I mean, you know, we don't get a lot of great war movies, and obviously this has the potential to be great. He's following in the footsteps of people like Spielberg and yeah. Kubrick. Yep. yep. So I think it could be cool, and I would like to see him, you know, break away from the traditional movie star casting thing mm-hmm. and work with some unknowns and you know some less. I would too. You know, I mean, I think younger Kenneth, guys. I, I think Kenneth Branagh is a is a no brainer when it comes to this kind of war movie. You're like, okay, he's, sure, they're going to be, gonna le- be- He'll have a little like th- you know hat on and he'll be like yelling, yeah, barking out orders. <laughs> exactly. He'll be. Well, do you think he's a, probably just playing an English? Uh, they're probably military, military officers. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, it, I can't. I just you know yeah. Probably. I mean, I, I'm very biased with Christopher Nolan movies. I I love him and I think he's. I mean, how could you not be excited for a World War II movie? A little IMAX action. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, it's cool. It was a, it was a cool de- development. It was different. I'll put it that. Yeah. I'll put uh, it that way. Zeno Hour saying, I'm slightly disappointed about Dunkirk being Chris Nolan's next movie. Zeno Hour, why? Why? Why are you disappointed? I'll just leave that out there. <laughs> is he going to hear that in time? Is the stream quick enough where we're no, going to get an answer no. in we'll, real time? We'll, we'll get, uh, like, no, five minutes later, get, he'll chime in. Yeah, tomorrow we'll get yeah, a tweet. Yeah, I think we got to move on. Let's move but on. That was cool. Yeah, there's um, so much to get to. Jeez. So, you know, I had told Mark, and, and and this ended up breaking after our last show, yeah. but I told him ahead of time oh, that yeah. I was working on this story. And we we were waiting on bated breath here, my I, friend. And I was teasing Kroll, and, mm-hmm. you know... I even called in the boss for a little help. Yeah. Um, and so we reported that Kurt Russell is James Gunn's choice to be Chris Pratt's father in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <sighs> I love now, it. you know, I had understood that he hadn't really read a script or met with Gunn yet to okay. discuss it. Okay. Um, and that was in the story, I believe. And I think he has since said that when being asked, you know, on like the Hateful Eight press tour. But, right. Um, right. From what I understand, like, James Gunn has wanted him for a, wa- a long time. Yeah. Um, he's had him in mind. I think he's absolutely perfect. Uh, I mean. You, you know, we did a, uh, t- it was so funny when you told me this because I, I had known for a while and kind of sat and been like, okay, I can't yeah. wait to, to like talk about it. But we had done over at Geek Nation a like, Ten guys we want to see as Star Lords, and he was actor. on our list. He was number one on our list. There you go. Just randomly. Yeah, it's it's like it is and like, I didn't write it. It was like no, wouldn't that be because great? it's so obvious? I feel like even the fans were like, this Duh. has to happen. Yeah, and and usually Gunn will take to the interweb and say, "F you guys, I don't know where you're getting this shit." Right. With this, it's like I'm done addressing rumors. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of went. You know what? I'm not gonna. Yeah, and just um, that's when you know you're on to something. So well done, man. Yeah, I love it that. Was, uh, I, th- I think it could be really fucking awesome. So yeah. let's hope it works out. I mean, I really, I really hope so too. I think James Gunn is a is a fine talent. Again, and, they Marvel uh, operates independently now of the other branches of the right. company or whatever. That's right. They're supposedly going, you know, going to be tighten the the belts. They're not tighten the belts. Loosen the belts, the, okay. fina- the financial belts or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's still they still drive a hard bargain. They want a, a big commitment. So I don't know if Kurt Russell's interested in that. At, in, you I, know, I would think he would this be. point in his career. He's got the Fast and Furious franchise. He's working with Vin Diesel. <sighs> right. Yeah, yeah, Fast and Furious. That's right. That's still going on. Um, well, I think why wouldn't you want to be Something that's it's exciting as Guardians of the Galaxy and Marvel, and if Marvel can loosen it up and and yeah, add some I, some good storytelling, they they're going to need to. It, sooner or later, they're going to hit that. I think everybody's going to have for, a ton of fun on that set. God, that I mean, can I think that's one of my most anticipated 
I mean, no, oh, yeah, I'm excited. Guardians of the Galaxy is just was just the surprise of the century. Speaking of Fast and Furious, Justin also had a scoop about it filming in Cuba. The next movie, that's right. What do you think of that? I don't care. You're like you don't care whether these things are said. I no. Why? I mean, I I think politically it's interesting. I mean, we now sure. we can go over there and you know. You know, John Kerry that, was That's over what there. I think, too. I mean, I don't think of, like... I, we haven't seen a lot of Cuba on film. Nope. So, you know, maybe that could be interesting, but... It could be... I mean... Beyond you know, that, I don't think it really matters, you're right, where these things take place. I'm, and, you know, I just... I'm Sadly, I'm not a huge fan of the franchise. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just... They're just kind of the same movie really over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I've liked the last few. You know, Seven, Fast Seven, and and the tribute to Paul Walker, I cried like any normal grown man would in a situation like that. I thought it was just absolutely perfect how they um, honored him. him, But, you know, the the movies just, I'm sorry, they just don't do anything for me. Did did you see Point Break then? (laughs) I didn't. You didn't do my homework assignment, Mark. I know, I got called out on Twitter. And I I literally went, do I have to? Because (laughs) this movie... People were people were tweeting me like I had colleagues coming out of press screenings or whatever going yeah that was that was god awful it was pretty it was pretty not good it, but but like not for the reasons that you're thinking like the action I didn't think was that bad okay um, it was actually kind of cool it was, there was just no point to it mm-hmm. because these guys barely commit crimes right <laughs> they're just like dudes who want to do extreme sports they're not like. I want a more crime, you yeah. know. Okay. The, the the presidents were the ex presidents were robbing banks in the first one. Right. I didn't feel like I saw enough of that here. Where, where were they? Were they ex presidents in 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 the the remake? Were they? I don't even fucking remember. Bro. Oh, see, okay. <laughs> see, that's like I don't care. That's to see in it. one ear, out the other. That's like you know, there there are certain movies that I don't think you need to remake, and that's one of them. You know, I just mm-hmm. it's just I didn't see a reason for it, so. At the end of the day, I didn't go to – like if I was going to go to a press screening, fine. I was not invited. So therefore, I'm not going to go waste my money when somebody's telling me across the board this movie is shit. I'm not going to go – I'm not going to give it to them. You well, know? then let me let me ask you this. Uh, there's another movie casting up that's kind of similar to this shit. Okay. Triple X 3. Is this a movie that you plan to see? Nope. Again. Why? Even with the gorgeous Ruby Rose in talks <laughs> and Nina Dobrev. Good, good for them. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, have you seen the is, other Triple X movies? I saw the first, and then so Vin wasn't in the second one. It was Ice Cube, right. which was hilarious. Didn't see that. Is Vin Diesel coming back? Yeah. Okay, it's the whole okay. reason they're doing it. Oh man, I mean, I just <laughs> they don't do it. There's no movie without Vin. Look, Vin, the last Witch Hunter. We were talking about a little bit about this scene. Mm-hmm. Like, can he? run a franchise can he create a franchise on his own mm-hmm. and i would argue that he can't really with the lasted witch hunter kind of yeah no i don't think so either and so fast he's got his ensemble great guardians of the galaxy obviously um so triple x i don't think is going to do well i just don't it's, like, it's gonna have to have the right date it, it, i mean i just have no i've never seen a triple x movie I'm, yeah january i, I think can't is even what take the circling. title seriously i can't either what is it he, <laughs> every time i write it in an article i'm like what what is this <laughs> he jumped out of a plane in the first one i think it's, which which x is lowercase <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> yeah. more garbage yeah. michael bay who's been trying you know like this guy's going legit 
with uh, 13 hours, I'll which see I'm it. really Looks excited great. to see, actually. Mm-hmm. And again, who is one of my favorites as a teenager, like The Rock, The Rock, uh, I love Armageddon, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Yeah, like, yeah, these are all awesome movies. I had yeah. totally like. I don't know why he's going. He's going back to do Transformers Five. Why, I, Mark? Why? I, I, I don't. I don't know. He said. He said in that Rolling or that uh, yeah, it was a Rolling Stones interview where this was kind of broken that. J.J. Abrams basically said, nobody else can do this but you. And I, and I feel like he's like, hey, you're right, J.J. But can – look, I just don't – I mean you, you all know me. You know my Riley rant on the Transformers. Yeah, they're, especially, they're real bad. There's no defending those movies. Ex- Extinction is the worst, not just Transformers movie, film. I wouldn't even call it a film. I mean, he is like that. He was breaking film, like directing one on one things. That's a rough like, franchise. He, he, I mean, he was doing shots of, of the government coming to Optimus Prime and, and Mark Wahlberg's character that was like the sun was going down, and so he could get that beautiful shot. And then they show up, and it's just the midday, and it's just bright. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This is, this is an awful movie. These are awful movies. Why yeah. do we need to start I just, new? I just get, don't know. Get why he doesn't just new. hand it off to a protege. I, like, d- I don't know. Because we need that. It, like, this th- could be any anonymous yet- person directing Transformers 5. There has yet to be a good Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, no, and you're all- telling me this guy's coming back for part 5? And they make over a fucking billion dollars? What's wrong with like, people? You, you just wish Steven, oh. who's an executive producer on these movies, Steven Spielberg, would just take him aside and be like, dude, what are you doing? But then again, Spielberg's directing like Indiana Jones five, and God knows what else. So, do, fucking... do you remember on Age of Extinction that somebody tried to throw a air conditioning unit on Michael Bay? Do you remember this that yes. came out? So he's badass. He was like, <laughs> he like caught it in the air with one hand, threw it back at him. <laughs> he's like, "What's wrong with you? Get me coffee." God, I I don't know. I just yeah, he's coming back. I they probably threw a lot of money at him to say come back because I think when the audience goes Transformers. They go Michael Bay. They want they they want all the shit that he's been doing for four movies. You know those billion people that are out there that will see it, and 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 I'm one of those assholes because I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it because I got to because I got to. What the fuck am I gonna? What is this? Okay, <laughs> Guys, Mark is Mark is stroking out right now. <laughs> no, people know I get so Except angry. Little pain in his head. It's so um, I get so angry because there is such a great mythology in there, and they tried to pull it out by hiring a bunch of writers. To, to yeah. go in a room and that they, always they works that, out well. I know they need that many people to come up with one oh, fucking man. Transformers movie. Um, Good lord! So, anyways, yeah, a lot of you are in there. Yeah, I know. Love the first one. You know, they're saying, yeah, the first one's fine. Whatever. Uh, <clears throat> love the first. One. Let's. Yeah, he's doing it. All right. Wonderful. Um, Good, Emma great. Stone is going to likely be Cruella Deville. This is an interesting cast. I liked it. Yeah, I paused. I was like, do you? Okay. If anybody can do it, she can do it. Mm-hmm. I love Emma Stone. Do we need a, a, a I mean, I guess we do. It's Disney and 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 they like they, these these live action remakes or you know whatever they're doing what you would call them of their cartoons or their They're also female driven movies. They they Maleficent, are. Cinderella. Absolutely. I get it. And uh I I mean I get it. They're making all, Cinderella is fantastic. I thought that's yeah. the best one of I the bunch. I didn't see it, but uh, you didn't see it, it. yeah. No, it's, I've heard it's really, really good. it's really, really good. Um, and Melissa, Maleficent just kind of like, yeah, it wasn't. Great didn't for see me. it either. I mean, these movies aren't really for me. Yeah, though I do plan to see Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I can't wait for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah I am excited about that. But so, um, but the Cruella like origin story and with Emma Stone, 
I'm intrigued. I'll say that. I like that they went younger with it. I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there had been rumors that this was going to be Sandra Bullock. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I just don't know how Disney she is. Emma Stone's kind of perfect. Right. Um, it makes, you know, she's like a good counterpart with like, uh, Gosling doing the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, there you go. Um, and she can, I can just see her vamping it up and it'll, be fun to kind of see her play a villainess. Yeah, you will. yeah. I, you know, I just, yeah. The, there's just this, you know, the skunk hair and the, and the cigarette yeah. holder. Like, if there's just. Something you think that, that there's going to be a cigarette? Buddy? No, there's not going no, to be. I, not, I know. I know. Be no smoking in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. We're not. Yeah. I just. But that, that she's vaping. Yeah, that she's vaping. Yeah, they've got a sponsorship with Blue. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of for it, but at the same point, I'm just like, I don't know. Wow, it just sounds weird. And do we really need a Cruella de Vil uh, origin story? No, but might be fun. Who knows? So you know, let's give it to her. Yeah, Mulan is coming. I know a lot of a lot of you guys are jumping in. You know, the live action Dumbo with Tim Burton. We got a Mulan. We got genies. Right. Yeah. There's a coming. lot. There's a lot coming. I mean, we're. I think we're very. But I'm pumped close for the to, Jungle Book. The Jungle Book looks amazing. Are you going yeah. to that that big presentation they're no, doing over at Disney? I don't think so. I don't think I was invited. You weren't invited. What no, happened? That I know of. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm. Disney sent out its slate the other day. Oh yeah, and it was just amazing. Yeah. There's, with the maybe exception of the finest hours, which I don't think is going to do very well. But. Yeah, well, it's kind of in a weird. It's coming out what next week? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It feels like maybe they know that. I don't know. I, um, I mean, it's. I hope but it's, it's good. just a murderer's row of movies. They really are. I mean, it's like Captain America: Civil War, Rogue One, Star Wars Episode Eight, Doctor Beauty Strange, and the Beast, Doctor Strange. Oh. What else? Jungle Book, Zootopia. Um, yeah, kind of across the Zootopia Alice trailer. The looking glass. Oh yeah, no, that's right. Alice through the Looking Glass. Not a fan. No, will not be seeing that. Not a. Fa- I did. Will gross a billion dollars nonetheless. Do but, you think it will? I yeah, because that the, the first one was awful. Just didn't. I mean, I don't know what the hell Johnny Depp was doing. He was. I mean, he was dancing a jig and thinking he was in freaking Pirates of the Caribbean Five. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Another oh. franchise that I that I turned my back on long yeah, ago. I'm with you. Um, in other franchise news, I think it was bloody disgusting that had the story first about Halloween. Halloween. Interesting. Dem- it's yeah. It's, uh, it sounds like Dimension let lost it, those rights or let, let it go it, or whatever. Like we're I'm, out of this business. I, I'm all like, look, I don't know what's. I love the Halloween franchise. That's just like a guilty that's a great for mythology. Me. It is. I mean, I, it's so hard to now pick up what the mythology is. Is it the remake with zombie? That, no, that it's the original it Carpenter stuff. It's thank you. Um, and if it is the original Carpenter stuff, then he died in part two. But he came back in part four, revenge or re- return. That's right. And then in Revenge of Michael Myers, part five, he was. Uh, part of a cult that was creating these boogeymen to go. I can't even whatever. Believe you remember this stuff. I watched those movies when I was a kid. Oh, I was. I grew up with um, these. But uh, I did think it was interesting uh, that yeah, who has it now? Is it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know who has it. Nobody has it. What, I think it's no. What did they say? Um, I don't I, even remember what I wrote. But a lot of people. I know I wrote it too, uh, and I can't. <laughs> this remember. is not good radio. No, it's not. <laughs> Well, let's just say let's this. <laughs> I know a lot of people were speculating that it could go to, say, a new line, and then it could be creating a shared universe of the Jason. I don't know that I want that. That seems a little too easy. It, it Okay. The, the, the kid in me wants that, 
the 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 one that has a rational thinking mind at at this age is like mm-hmm. don't don't do it man it'll just be weird it, it it but they're trying to do it at universal the only, the only thing that makes sense is if you introduce candyman into the halloween franchise there, that'd be fine cuz there's candy on halloween do you get it that's what we're saying here. Rim shot. I know. I don't know if I want a Freddy versus Jason versus Michael. That would just be no. like weird to me. Um, I think they should just really try to make a good Halloween movie. You have the score. You have the mask. Start there. Don't make it found footage, please. Just make a good. Like go back to the go back to the original. Read John Carpenter's script for the original Halloween. He has never called Michael except when the character says Michael Myers. In the script, he's known as the shape. shape. That's why. He's the boogeyman. He appears wherever. He comes out of the darkness. Not what Bob Zombie did, where he just seemed to have superpowers and appear everywhere. (laughs) Guy was like, every every time he would cut to a new scene, there's Michael Myers just standing there. I'm like, this guy knows how to get in everywhere. I mean, fuck that shit. Mark Anyways, um, uh, what else is going on man, out there? We, uh, we're at the 40-minute mark. All right. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Waterston landed the female lead in Alien Covenant. Yeah. That is apparently the title. Alien Covenant, yeah. Covenant. So it's it, it Alien is in the title? Alien Covenant. I, hey, man. Covenant. Ridley Scott. <laughs> Love the Martian. So. Catherine Waterston, um, obviously from Inherent Vice. Yeah. We've seen every inch of her. She's in Fantastic, which is why she got cast in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, there you go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we want her um, in kids' movies. So, yeah, she's obviously a rising star. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know what to expect with this movie because yeah, it's so it's it was such a mixed bag at the end of Prometheus, which I did. I'm on record saying I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought there were some interesting ideas in there that the execution was a little off. But now it just seems like I've heard. Well, there's going to be three more movies before it gets to Alien. Now it's Alien Covenant, and I just am like, well, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't understand what direction that franchise is going either. It's very and Catherine Watterson, I, I can't say I'm, I'm I have. I'm a fan yet. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, she still has plenty of time to win me over. She's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't jumping on, yeah. on the ceiling. And, and is Numi, uh, is it Rapace, right? It's not Rapace? Okay. <laughs> is she still in it? Is she still in it? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know either. Fucking, yeah. Anyways, um, Warner Brothers bumped King Arthur, which I actually thought was pretty significant. Yeah, so this is the, uh, the Guy Ritchie. Um, why did they, Bump it, and from where? Because like, I just don't like these movies, like Robin Hood and King Arthur, and like the, I just it doesn't work for me. I don't know if Tarzan's going to work either. Yeah, Tarzan didn't. Do, what did you think o- of that trailer? I thought it looked okay. I'm curious. Yeah, I didn't. And, and it it's didn't, David d- Yates. I kind of have some faith there, and I like some of the casting. But sure, I love. You're Mario right. Like, you're and, about, people have every reason to be skeptical. It just kind of turned into. It was like it was. It was a weird tone because then it went to Tarzan drinking tea, and I was like, right. The hell is and that's this? like the big like thing like the, the he was like doing <laughs> the, ends the trailer with that and like it's like, been a lot of images like okay interesting um, i just it's like john carter where i just don't think anybody it's like of a different era i don't think people tarzan were... john carter king arthur yeah i hear they're trying Robin to do a, Hood. yeah they're trying to do a shared universe with planet of the apes who <laughs> yeah, i was like what huh you can't dude can yeah. you imagine like I wouldn't put it past Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. It's like I can't imagine. <laughs> it was. It's like actually, there's a planet of apes and now in Tarzan. That's just how it ends. I don't know if I'm gonna want to see it, but it. You know, I I'm with you. I think it's a good cast, and I like David Yates. So do you, we do you, see. Moving on to Baywatch. Mm, yeah. Do you know Kelly Rohrbach? No. 
I've Neither heard did she's, I. She's the Pamela Anderson role. Yeah, she got the saying? Pam Anderson role. Um, obviously, this is significant since we grew up on Miss Anderson. I yeah, her slow motion jogging. Yes, I never got into Baywatch though. I never really, really saw. I watched yeah. a little. My dad was a dad was a big fan of Baywatch. So I of caught course. some episodes with him. Yeah, I mean, you don't know that like the music, the well, yeah, I know, I know, I know the the phenomenon that was yeah. Baywatch, and they're like they're running, they're running. I really actually like the way that the new movie is coming together. Um, hey, I think I think they know I, I w- that they're poking fun. Yeah, it's going to be a comedy. I wish I I. I mean, listen, Kelly Verbach looks pretty hot when I threw her photo up in that article. But sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Wish that they had gotten someone maybe a little bit more established. Sure, well, not a swimsuit model. Yeah, well, you know, at least rocks in a swimsuit. Got to start somewhere. Sure. Yeah, look at the rock. He was a wrestler. Yep. Um, <clears throat> speaking watch. of people who would look great in a swimsuit, Christina Hendricks got the female lead in Bad Santa Two. Are you excited for this? Bad Santa all. 2? Yeah. I wasn't the biggest Bad Santa fan the first time I saw it, but okay. like the Cable Guy and, and uh, Zoolander and Anchorman, uh-huh. all those movies got better on second viewing for yeah. me. It's one of those that um, I watch every Christmas now. Really? And, yeah, and I, and I showed just my girlfriend didn't see it, and I'm like, They're, part two is coming. Let's watch this. I, I like I, it. I, I love it. It's so one you're of those, really excited. I'm really excited. I think they, Kathy Bates as well is going to be in it. So I think they, they're just getting a really... All right, as his mother. As his mother. They have a really fun cast. So it's how many more times you can do Bad Santa, like seeing Billy Bob, you know, shitting, drinking, and whatever he's doing. So fine. I just, I just think Billy Bob has great taste in women. He always has. He's married to Angelina, right? Yeah, I think um, he still has that vial of blood, by the way. He carries it around. Yeah. So I just, I'm just like, imagine him sometimes being like, bring me Christina Hendricks. <laughs> he's just sitting with his feet up, and he's like... Because I, I think she's gorgeous. Yeah, um, she so. is. This is going to be... I You know... I, I do. They need to do a sequel. I don't think they do, but you know, it looks great. Um, Sean Gavin on the uh, Galvin, so, excuse me, on the uh, live chat here is asking about Mallrats too. Speaking of sequels, have I have you heard not anything? heard. I've not heard anything about Mallrats too. I'll be sure to ask Kevin uh, in a couple of weeks. Are you? Yeah. At Sundance, he'll be there with Yoga Hosers, and uh, <laughs> we have right. an interview booked. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah, that kind of went cold, and you know, my, my good buddy Ken Napsock. I mean, he's producing over at Screen Junkies. Kevin Smith is doing an unboxing show on Screen Junkies Plus. Go check that out, guys, because I got a lot of friends over an there. An unboxing show where, like, he just takes things out of a box? Yeah, like toys and stuff, you know, oh doing God. that with Jay Muse. His, his, yeah. Mark, don't ever let me catch you doing that shit. Oh, God, I can't do that. <laughs> I know. I'm not I'm not into that kind of stuff. Did but. you, you know, I, I want to talk about this just a little just because everyone else in the whole fucking world seems to be. Okay. And I didn't really see it. Uh, Making a Murderer. Did you watch it? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was Did you watch with, the whole thing? Oh, the whole thing. It's, okay. See, I, I... I even listened to the interview podcast on the way in. My roommate watched it, so I've seen snippets, and I'm saying no a lot about what's going on just because it's unfucking avoidable Yeah, it's pretty... Where'd you fall on it? Um, I... I it's... It, it's it, it's interesting. We, we were having this conversation about it last night. Uh, we had a friend over... And over wine, we were discussing, finally, it could fall either way. I mean, this guy could be the best liar in the game. Because this guy, the Stephen Avery character, Mm -hmm. or he's not even a character. He is in jail saying he's wrongly accused. He was wrongly accused. DNA evidence pardoned him for the rape of a woman in 1985 or whatever it was. 
did he do it? Why? Like the filmmakers, I love what the filmmakers said. They said, why would somebody who got out after 18 years risk going back to prison by killing somebody? So that's an interesting take. It's an easy rationalist. Why, why, why? was Mark Riley who had that shit crazy? Right? Why does anybody commit murder? Why would some person who had never committed murder before go out and commit murder? Like, right. That's people, thank snap. you. That, <laughs> that is a good. That is a good point. So, well, that was their logic behind it. But like, okay. look, there something went the 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 law. Uh, sorry, the he got a raw deal. He got a raw deal. And look, there are shit. There are shit that went down. They tampered with evidence. You could see it. This. St- this this red tape over it is cut and taped back in, and they open it up, and the vial of blood was punctured with a syringe. What is that? That is fascinating to me. That is fascinating. Something was going on with the cops in that small town, and I'm sorry, something was going on with Stephen Avery. Well, I don't know what to. Th- it's crazy. I, I would like to catch up with it. Um, I that's another one where I'm actually curious about. Why people are so passionate about it? Like, I think you're naive to think if you're thinking that everyone in jail is guilty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think right? that there's probably uh, a lot of cases like this. Um, I think it really does shine a good light on that there are, you know, misjustice that's out there. Of course, that, that, injustices are carried out every day. Yeah. Um, I, I, one of my part of my reluctance in watching the show. Okay. And I don't mean to be offensive. Okay. Is that these people are are stupid. <laughs> they have low IQs, and so it's not like I'm watching like the brilliant detective match wits with like the cunning serial killer genius or whatever. It's just like a bunch of stupid people being investigated by other stupid people it, you and know, prosecuted by stupid people, and like the stupidity I don't know that I can handle. Your theory is not entirely inaccurate. It's like watching reality TV in a sense. It is. You look, you you know, and 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 this is the thing. There there is a. There is a prosecutor, or sorry, a defense uh, lawyer mm-hmm. who literally made up his mind that these people are stupid. I'm going to make sure they go to jail. And he writes in this email that there was only one branch on their family tree and that they sleep with cousins and they're bad news. Let's get Stephen Avery into jail, right. please. And that is completely shitty. I will say, I mean, good Lord, this guy's like, he's reading the email <laughs> out loud in court. And I'm like, oh, buddy. I mean, I mean, good lord. I was fascinated by the West Memphis 3 stuff in the Paradise Lost trilogy. Oh, yeah. I do want to see know, this. Six, yeah. By the way, that's six hours, right? Yeah. Two, three two-hour movies. The Jinx is six hours. Yeah. Making a Murder is ten, ten hours. hours. Ten hours. That's too much investment. Like, I don't know that you deserve ten hours of my life. Uh, oh, man. I You're going to get sucked in. I mean, I'll just say put on episode one. You have Netflix, I'm gonna get, right? Yeah, no, I, and I watched half of episode one, and I've seen – I've. I, I feel like I know what happens at this point. It's not about that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, well – just in no rush. Uh, Jake Silva on the live chat says a bunch of stupid people being investigated by a bunch of stupid people is the plot to Transformers 5. So <laughs> well done, sir. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. All right. We'll move on from Making a Murderer. Yeah. We've got about 10 minutes left in the show. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro in talks for a fantastic voyage. Good on you. Guillermo del Toro, still doing movies. <laughs> That's what I think. I can't believe Fox would hire this guy after Crimson Peak. I finally saw Crimson Peak. Beautiful movie. You loved it? No. No. No, it wasn't You're being good. Sarcastic. I mean, no, it's be- it's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. It's, 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 it's shot sure. beautifully. Looks great. And it's and it is gothic and it's a gothic romance and I get what people are saying, but look, I wanted scary, not scary. Not I, at all. Maybe that's just what Universal is selling us. 
I don't know. I couldn't <clears throat> believe anyone who put Crimson Peak on their top ten list. Did it anybody? Was a, it was on a bunch. Yeah. Okay. It was on a bunch. Well, um, I think that that's weird. Um, so, but but, uh, but I, I, I actually do... his sensibilities actually kind of do match with Fantastic Voyage, and I always liked the idea of a Fantastic Voyage remake. Yeah, me too. I really liked the original mm-hmm. as a kid, and it could certainly benefit from a remake. Sure. Um, with some new technology. So I'm just kind of glad that it's moving forward and that it's not like Sean Levy, to be honest. Oh, yeah, right. At least, at least, listen, Guillermo swings for the fences. And even when I don't think he connects, like, almost at all so with the English language stuff, at least he's up there taking a swing. I, I totally agree with you, man. You know, like, like, he, has, he makes interesting failures. He does. And, like, he is, he is a true artist, and I love him for that. Yeah. And I and I was very, probably way too hard on him, like I just said, about Crimson Peak. I just did, it didn't hit me. And, yeah. um, well, it, was okay. ba- it was bad, dude. It's a fucking I know it shapeless man. And it's, but it's the kind of like, that's almost on universal part of it, like, or legendary, whoever. It's like, they need to say, like, someone needs to step in and be like, well, what can we do to make this better? And that kind of thing. Right. No one, uh, and this isn't just about universal. Nobody wants to challenge him. Yeah. Cause he's Guillermo del Toro. And he knows yeah. what us fanboys want. Right. And I'll tell you, he hasn't made a good English language movie yet. No, he hasn't. I mean, yeah, I, I'm i on record. I mean, I actually a will say I, I, Mimic is very underrated. Uh, I do enjoy Mimic's Mimic okay. quite a bit. Um, and Pan's Labyrinth is a masterpiece. Sure. Um, but yeah, but I the Hellboy movies and this and Pacific Rim, none yeah. of them work for like good. That's a good movie. Nope. Um, um, let me just do real quick. Yep. Uh, Krang. In Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Are you hearing anything? You guys are, are hearing it. Is that what people really want to fucking know? Is that what's going on, people? Yeah, I, I see you loud and clear. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. I always loved Krang, actually. Me too. Me too. Oh, yeah. Well, we I've got Bebop and Rocksteady, so why not Krang? Yeah, I think that they should. Look, guys, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I'm going to see it. And I'm going to see it too. The movie it, looks better than the first one, sure, dude. It, it looks kind of like badass. I didn't really hate the first movie. I thought it was fine. It was okay. Yeah. Um, it was better so, than I thought it was going to be. But, guys, I'm really not a huge fan of. I, I grew up with them. I wish that they were better movies and had a better producing mm-hmm. talent behind it. But I'm willing to give benefit of the doubt here. So, there you go. Good. Krang, why not? Sure. Two more things, real Let's quick. Aaron Sorkin's directorial debut is Molly's Game. I love the idea. Isn't Aaron Sorkin? He has been on record so many times saying, "Nah, fuck directing, not for me." Yeah, and here we go. Of I, course, every, everyone, everyone would, gets the bug. I knew it uh, he had planned later. to do that. That John Edwards movie, The Politician, that never went anywhere. Right. Um, which, so again, just to remind you, obviously, you know, people can make these kinds of announcements all day long. Sure. It doesn't mean it's true. Um, doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. Uh, Molly's Game, though, has been – it has now Amy Pascal and Mark Gordon, the okay. Steve Jobs producer. And So that has some firepower to push it through the studio system. Uh, it obviously won't be too expensive. There's no, like, explosions or anything. Right. It's a great part for a female uh, – for, for an actress, mm-hmm. an A-list actress. So. And I take it he wrote it as well. Yeah, he, he exactly. He adapted it, and they were waiting to see who would direct it, and then he was just like, why don't I fucking do it? I think it's great. So, I, I would actually would love to see him direct. It could be cool. I like poker movies. Um, mm-hmm, this woman's story is really kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, you know, running games for some big players like Tobey Maguire. Right. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's – I'm all for it. I mean, Aaron Sorkin, how can you go wrong? I think – Steve Jobs is great. I hope it wins the an Oscar. I, I hope so too. Oscar, and I, so. and I, it's so – it's not making much, many waves because I loved it. I mean it's in my top ten. To We should do another top yeah. ten later. I think it was 
Yeah. Um, and then uh, I wanted to sort of get your thoughts on this. So did you see the news? This is a little industry. Okay. That Kevin Spacey and Dana Brunetti are taking over Relativity. This is fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. I stopped everything when I saw that. So did I. So, guys, if you're not – so uh, the Relativity, which is Ryan Kavanaugh's company, went belly up, uh, bankrupt. He it just – movie after movie that flopped. It just this interesting business yeah, model. Yeah, not a lot of hits in there. And, and again, someone who said that they had the formula to success and that kind of thing. He Yeah, he had um, toted this kind of this algorithm right. of if you put A, B, C together with this writer and B, boo, 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 boom, you're going to get a hit. And thank God he was wrong. I, I really, I when I read that, that was years ago. I went, you know, you got to. There is no formula. There's no magic formula. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, I'm, so, I'm wondering how Trigger Street Productions, which is Kevin Spacey's production company, mm-hmm. got involved in how he's doing this. And I just immediately went to swimming I, with the sharks. I mean, you can right. You can never underestimate Kavanaugh, who you know I've had some dealings with, and he's just. There's something about him, like you yeah. you almost know he's lying to you, but you believe it all the same. Right? Um, he's very charming. Right. And I think he is a smart guy. Uh, you know, he, the, the business just wasn't run as efficiently as it could have been. Sure. So they, it's a huge coup for for them in getting Spacey and Dana Brunetti. Oh yeah. And I think it's I, I think it's an interesting move for both those guys. So. Spacey is the chairman. Dana Pernetti is, is like the the president. Okay. Um, I still think that Ryan Kavanaugh will be calling the shots at this studio. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like they're coming in to replace him. He's still there. Yeah. Uh, Spacey obviously stars on House of Cards. Brunetti's a producer on House of Cards. Mm-hmm. That is still a priority for them. Brunetti's yeah. also a producer on the Fifty Shades movies. Oh right, which mm-hmm. must make him a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if he'll take his, you know, if he'll withdraw from those projects now. I doubt it. Yeah, wouldn't that be risky? I mean, um, I'm just, yeah. They, I, they they don't have any experience running a studio or that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But Brunetti is the kind of guy who I believe in, or at least have faith in him to get the job done because, like, he he's not like a robot corporate executive. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they took a risk and that that's sort of what they were talking about and, you know, a big risk for a big reward. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that Hollywood love to see that company come back because it's always good to, in, to, you know, to have another buyer in town. Sure. Um, yeah. I think that Spacey sort of signals that the place is open for business again and, and the talent shouldn't be reluctant to come there. Yeah. They, 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 I think this move, that's what I got from it. It's like, Hey, no, you're saying we're we're good. We're gonna write this ship. You you know that right. Kavanaugh has some and, support now, and Brunetti has good taste. Like obviously, he's done a lot of work with Deluca, and it'll be interesting, mm-hmm. you know, to see how Dana does without him. I mean, maybe he'll bring, uh, you know, get some Deluca projects that Universal doesn't pick up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, he, I like the movies that he makes. He makes you know Captain Phillips and the Social Network. These right. kind of mid range uh, adult dramas uh, that studios aren't really making much of anymore. Especially watch you know after Steve Jobs mm-hmm. um, didn't do so well. So sadly, it's good for the business, and uh, and I'm happy for for all the parties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's yeah, I, yeah, fascinating. I mean, that's I got to talk about it. You know, in terms of the movie press stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, there were also some shakeups in the landscape. We saw Peter Bart. Go over from Variety to Deadline. That was the end of an era, really. I mean, obviously, he's been writing a lot for Deadline, doing that Sunday column there. Sure. That Um, that was interesting. But just weird, you know, to to see it as a formality now. 
Yeah, um, yeah. He's and, been with Variety since the late 80s, I believe. Right. Um, and I, you know, spent some time working under Peter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my old editors, Joseph Capps, is, uh, you know, heading to Deadline. Oh, he's heading um, to Deadline. Nice. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know. A lot of people going to Deadline. Yeah, and then and, well, who else? Katie Hasty got a job at BuzzFeed. That's right. Yeah, uh, I saw that. So there's been some movement on the, the movie press, you know, landscape, so to speak. It happens. People, you so know. congratulations to everybody on their new jobs. Yeah, everybody. Hey, congrats. Like, yeah. Like when I got my new job. That yeah, was fun. Exactly, Mark. Yeah. Now we're rocking and rolling. Um, is there anything else uh, that uh, – There's plenty. I mean we, we should really end the show because it's been about an hour. Yeah, let's let's um, wrap it up. Next week we'll talk Sundance. We'll maybe recap the Golden Globes, which are this weekend. Yeah, I wish I, we had a chance to talk about that. but Yeah, we did. And, and there's a lot of new uh, nominations that are coming out. We are officially in award season, guys, so we'll have plenty to talk about Yeah, talk week. about what 2016 movies we're looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- there will be plenty, but I felt like we had to get – a lot of news and then catch up this month absolutely the, and are this you go- show for the past month are you going to sundance i will be at sundance okay and when is that looking forward to that uh january 21st through the 26th That's i'll right. be missing one show just one show okay we'll I'll find a cool guest host yeah we'll find somebody who wants to come vin in diesel, and play come on vin diesel will do anything <laughs> vin diesel will be this will be meet the, the it'll press. be uh meet the movie press xxx uh so anything you want to plug uh, no, guys, as always, you can uh, find us here every Friday, 9 a.m. live on the Popcorn Talk Network. Please rate, subscribe, you know, send that around. We want this to get everywhere. We love you guys chatting with you guys. You know, we had some people wondering why we weren't on the air for a month. That felt great. So, guys, follow me at Riley around on Twitter, at Geek Nation, please, and uh, geeknation.com. Check it out. We're doing some great stuff over there. We have some great stuff coming. So uh, that's me. How about you, my friend? I'm over at therab.com. I may be participating in a little debate mm-hmm. over on 538, Nate Silver's site. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one of their editors got in touch with me mm-hmm. to debate um, whether you can use data to predict the Oscars. And that Ooh, kind of, you know. Interesting. Uh, yeah. My my rationale is that, you know, movies are an art, not a science, and voting. Dis- we, we were kind of just talking about that with Kavanaugh, you know? So. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think that there is a magic formula to predicting the Oscars. So yeah. uh, I may be doing a little podcast on 538 or something to that effect. Uh, Tw- tweet over there. that out, man. I want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys that. posted. Um, in the meantime, fo- find me on therap.com. Follow me at, at the Insnider. Nice. Have a wonderful weekend and pray for my tires. Oh, it's pray for your tires. Guys, thank you so much. And we will be back next week. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Tweet at us. Tell us what you want to hear about. And we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.